I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart. And close your eyes, unless you're driving or operating some kind of heavy machinery. Now take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let any tension in your body go. And let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in. And exhale out loud with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of To Be Honest. And as usual, a very warm welcome to our first-time listeners. This week's episode is part five of Decode Your Past. Traumas using Alex Howard's Echo models (ECHO). Well, I trust by now, unless you are our first-time listeners,、um, the rest of you have managed to listen to part one, two, three, and four. And if you have not done so, please do so now because it's a deliberate sequence. And for the rest of you, well done for getting this far. 
Now I know there's a lot you had to cover as um, all these theories and exercises and to understand them. So keep up the good work because you are worth it. Of course, for everyone, also do the exercises associated with those episodes as well, because they will help to bring this to life, make it more than just a set of ideas, but really reflect on your own lived experience. That's important. So, without further ado, today's episode we are going to explore some of the outcomes, which is the final of the echo model ECHO, the outcomes of trauma in our life, particularly the impacts of dysregulated nervous system and the maladaptive stress response. So we'll also talk about why learning to reset our nervous system is so critical. Obviously, I'm going to share with you what I have learned, as always. But ultimately, it transforms your relationship with yourself because you are learning to meet your own three core emotional needs and the five A's of the basic emotional food group. So, for the benefit of our first-time listeners, let's recap the echo model of trauma, the ways how trauma echoes in our lives, and according to Alex Howard's echo model, E stands for the event of traumas. It can be overt versus covert, one time versus multiple times, and childhood versus adult. C stands for the context within which these events happened, which ultimately is our three core emotional needs of boundaries, safety, and love. And I mentioned under love, I wish you to add the five A's of basic emotional needs, and they are attention, affection, appreciation, allowance, and acceptance. H stands for how this can result in a homeostatic shift in our nervous system, how we can end up in maladaptive stress response. It's the exact opposite of state that we need to be in order for healing to occur, but also has all kinds of outcomes in our lives. And that's the O of the echo model, and that's what we are going to explore in this week's episode. Actually, the ultimate outcome of trauma is a few things. The first thing is we normalize to a world which is far from healthy, and it's not optimum. We get used to living in a maladaptive stress response, and we don't recognize that that's what's happening. And it has all kinds of ways impacting and shaping the world we live in, both our internal world and the world around us. I hope you see the danger of not being self-aware, but because we have normalized, we are not seeing it. You don't know what you don't know, right? So we don't recognize from moment to moment, day by day, how we have learned to respond to the world in ways which actually perpetuate our cycle of suffering, and therefore the cycle cannot end, right? 
That means the way we manage to normalize our experiences that happened is we build walls to protect ourselves. They can be walls of emotional defense, or maybe they are walls that are shutting ourselves down and keeping the world out. Unfortunately, the rules that kept us safe as children are the walls that make us prisoners as adults, and that's why when we learn to recognize that something we have normalized is really not healthy, and it's not optimum, and only then it allows us to begin to break free. Only then it allows us to begin the process of healing. Another of the outcome of trauma is that we don't develop the three core emotional needs that we need to be able to heal. Remember, I talked a bit about the inherent capacity within our physical body as well as our emotional body to heal. But we got to create the environment, the context. That allows that healing to happen, because when we go through traumatic experiences, part of the impact is often that we don't develop these core needs of boundaries, safety, and love. So what then means is that when we want to heal ourselves as adults, that natural capacity to heal is blocked. By learning to meet those three core emotional needs, we then unlock our healing potential. We then unlock our ability to recover from the impacts of trauma, and to live our future in a way which is free of those constraints. Well, needless to say, some of these outcomes of trauma. Um, there are so many different ways that trauma can impact us and shape us, so I cannot cover them all. However, I will share the six common outcomes of trauma, and I encourage you to fill in the rest of the outcomes for yourself. Here are the more obvious outcomes of trauma. Number one, anxiety. It's obvious because when you have a dysregulated nervous system, that's a constant state of anxiety that we live in. Next obvious outcome of trauma is sleep. Needless to say, anxiety can impact sleep. Sleep is a state of surrender, and so if we are in a state of anxiety, it's not easy to get into that deep sleep. It impacts upon our health, i.e., chronic illnesses, particularly things like fatigue-related conditions, and/or chronic pain, irritable bowel syndrome, and/or digestive issues. They are directly and indirectly impacted by being in maladaptive stress response, based on numerous studies. Another of the echoes of trauma, one of the common outcomes of trauma, is in our relationships. For instance, the walls we created and pushing people away and not letting people in your inner world. 
since we cannot make emotional contact in this maladaptive response state, we are too distant. Remember the polyvagal theory by Dr. Stephen Porges? When we are in that state, we are even misreading the cues of other people. We are seeing danger where there isn't any danger, and we are also sending danger signals to other people. One of the ways we can find ourselves medicating this dysregulated nervous system and also all the emotional overload that has not been metabolized is with addictions, i.e. drugs, alcohol, food, sex, over-exercising, and work, etc., etc. All of these different things can be ways of constantly trying to change how we are feeling. To be honest, my audience, in a sense, it's a way of trying to manage the symptoms of emotions that need to be felt and need to be healed and need to be processed. Also, our mood, things like depression, often a result of a nervous system that is overactivated, i.e. going to a shutdown or going to a freeze response. If we have a mood that is inconsistent and all over the place, again, a product of a nervous system which is up and down and it's left and it's right and all over the place. So there you have it, my audience. So many of these different issues that we can struggle with in life. It's really very easy to get focused on the things themselves, as opposed to recognizing the history underneath them, the root cause of it all. Recognizing that the events, the trauma events, and the three core emotional needs not being met that caused a shift in our nervous system, therefore resulting in these different outcomes. So, maybe it's a good idea to reflect on each of these a bit in your own life. Now, I do recognize each of these are big questions. In fact, I have covered a few of these outcomes in previous episodes on my podcast, i.e., Learn how to regulate your emotions. Meaning, there's so much more to say about each of the outcomes I covered here. But I am curious from a simple reflection. Again, using a scale from 0 to 10, ask yourself, how would you rate your level of nervous system based on your capacity to self-regulate? So 10 is that you are really good in regulating your anxiety, i.e. to be calm when it's time to be calm. Center yourself back to that safe and connecting state. And zero is that you really struggle with it. So same for sleep. From a scale of zero to ten, how would you rate your sleep quality? It is only in deep sleep that we release growth hormones. Growth hormones is used in all kinds of repair and healing in our body. And when we don't get that depth of sleep, REM sleep, that is, 
One of the challenges we then have is that our capacity to physically and emotionally process and heal is inhibited. So another example of the impacts of trauma being the thing that blocks us then from being able to heal. So check in to see how well do you get to sleep? Do you stay asleep or do you get quality of sleep? Or you might be sleeping too much but not feeling rejuvenated by it. So from a scale of a zero to ten, how would you rate your sleep quality? Next is health. Ten means your health is that you're energetic, vibrant. You feel you have the energy and capacity for life. Zero may be that you're experiencing severe chronic health issues or pain. Again, most of us are somewhere in the middle. And from a scale of zero to ten, what's your general sense of your health? Next outcome is your relationships. From a scale of zero to ten, how would you rate your relationships? Now, this is both platonic relationships, one-on-one, -on -one, with family members or a friend, and also intimate romantic relationships. So, ten being you feel loved. You give love, you received love, a sense of fullness and richness. Zero would be nothing. So again, most of us would be at somewhere in the middle. Next outcome is addictions. Please take note, my audience. Often with addictions is that we are self-medicating our nervous system and our uncomfortable emotions. And what addictions mean is that we lose the freedom to choose. The compulsive behavior towards that substance or that thing feels like it has more power than we do over it. So freedom to choose when we are not under the power influence by those things and that will be a 10 out of 10. And zero will be a serious addiction. And maybe five would be you find yourself in a bunch of unhelpful behaviors, but they are not controlling your life. But they are definitely not the way you'd like them to be. Again, from zero to ten, how would you rate your freedom to choose? All right, finally, is your mood from day to day. Ten would be feeling joy, happiness, sense of goodness day to day a sense of richness in your life. And a zero would be experiencing severe depression, hopelessness, pointlessness, or a lot of instability, like your moods up or your moods down, and a sense that there is no continuity to it. So again, where would you rate your mood from a scale of zero to ten? Now, obviously, there's no right or wrong answers here. What it can be helpful to do, though, is to get a sense of some of the outcomes of trauma in your lives. Now, ideally, you have 10 out of 10 and a total score of 60. 
in the worst case scenario is a score of zero. Of course, most of you will be somewhere between the two numbers, and I have decided not to give you a number of which is ideal because it will set a wrong frame around it. Having said that, if the numbers are not where you like them to be, that's a good sign of the outcomes of trauma, of how those events, the context in which they happened, and the shift in your homeostatic balance in your nervous system has led to outcomes in your life now. And those outcomes in your life are really how trauma is showing up for you now as an adult. There you have it, my dear audience. That's the echo model to decode your past traumas. And now going back to healing. That's the big question. How are we going to heal from the memories of those traumatic events? Of course, there is talk therapy. There is tapping, EFT, emotional freedom technique, or maybe EMDR, and or other modalities that can heal the memories of those traumatic events. Absolutely, for sure. Having said that, I agree with Alex Howard. I believe we need to do more, particularly when the wounds were deep, meaning the outcomes that are still affecting us as an adult. Ultimately, what we want to do is to learn to reset, or shall I say, a shift and transform what's happening in our nervous system and learn to meet those three core emotional needs for ourselves as key. Because remember, just like our physical body, our emotional body has a natural capacity to heal, but we got to create the environment that allows it to do exactly that. And for both our physical and emotional body to heal, we have to be in a healing state. So my audience, the next logical question would be, how can I get to a healing state, right? There is a shift framework. And if you know my work, obviously shift is an acronym, S-H-I-F-T. And what do we want to shift? Obviously, is our dysregulated nervous system. All right, so let me introduce you to shift framework. S is to shift your thinking. What kind of thinking? Your limiting thoughts, unhealthy thoughts, thoughts that no longer serve you. H is health habits. Commit to yourself and create daily health habits that allows you to stay in that safe and calm and connected state. I stands for investigate the underlying emotions. That means the undigested, the unprocessed, uncomfortable feelings and emotions. Because you know by now, they have to go somewhere and you do not want them to come out sideways or become another outcome of your past trauma. F is to fill your own cup. If you have been working with me as a client, then you know what I mean by filling your own cup. 
one way to do that is to learn to give yourself uh, the three core emotional needs. And T is to trust and transform your relationship with yourself. For one is to deal with whatever you still do not want to look at. Because what we can see, we don't have to be it. Unfortunately, what we don't see, we continue to be it. There you have it, my dear audience. I hope these few episodes on decoding your past traumas have been helpful and have given you a framework to decode your trauma and also to start to see some of the pathways to healing and to transforming all of these. Please remember, just because something happened to you in the past, it doesn't have to be your present or your future. As a matter of fact, that is a gift of this knowledge. Just because something happened, well, okay, it might still echo in certain ways for you now, but we can change the echo by shifting our nervous system and changing how we relate to ourselves. To be honest, it's never too late. So maybe you want to consider to go further and learn ways to shift your nervous system. Please feel free to email me direct. So my dear audience, thank you for spending your time with me for the past few weeks on decoding your trauma. And I appreciate you. So until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to heal your past traumas. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O.com. Mm-hmm.